Welcome to Category 5 Technology TV, episode number 411 for Tuesday, the 4th of August, 2015. I'm Robbie Ferguson, and as you can see from my surroundings, I'm broadcasting from the heart of the Halliburton Forest here in beautiful cottage country, Ontario, Canada. And uh, this is our cottage special, so we are going to be doing things a little bit differently, as can be told by my surroundings. Welcome to my studio this week. Uh, we're going to have a lot of fun. I promise that uh, as Patreon contributions increase, we're going to do some product reviews. So what better way to kick it off than right here at the cottage? I'm going to show you some of the tech that I like to bring to the cottage with me. And uh, even though I try to purposefully keep things technologically bare bones when we're here, uh, there are some things that are simply practical uh, when, you're when you're out in the wilderness. Uh, for example, being able to charge your cell phone or other USB devices using solar power. We're going to be taking a look at that in the show. Also, uh, you're going to have a chance. One lucky viewer is going to walk away with a great starter kit to get you started with solar power. As well, I've got an SJ Cam SJ4000. Uh, it is uh, being called the GoPro killer by some on YouTube and the interwebs. Uh, we're going to take a look at that and take a different approach, but we're going to get to see how it performs. As well, you know that I have Nature Sounds of Ontario, Canada as one of the shows on Category 5 TV Network. And uh, one of the ways that I love to record nature sounds is through binaural 3D audio. I'm going to show you a headset that's available in our shop for under $100 that is going to give you a full 3D audio recording experience. So have your headphones ready tonight because if you've got headphones that you can plug into your computer you're going to be able to experience the full 3D sound of the Halliburton Forest with us tonight. And finally, nearing the end of the show, we're going to take a look at a toy that I think everyone should have. If you're into quadcopters, or you think you are, after seeing uh, Marvin on uh, episode number 408, for example, well, it's a big investment, so we're going to take a different approach and say, hey, what about a nano drone from Teeny Drones? We're going to check out this little tiny drone that costs only about $40 Canadian and uh, you can crash it a hundred times and it's still going to keep on flying, which is perfect for me because, uh, to be honest, I've hit a couple trees and it still flies. So check it out. We're going to be showing you those a little later in the show as well. Sasha Dermatis is standing by in Studio D. Good to have you with us. Uh, she is standing by with the news. Sasha, how are you? I'm great, Robbie. I hope you're having a blast out there. Now, here's what's coming up in the Category5.tv newsroom. Read the signs. A man was arrested for charging his phone on a London overground train. GoPro has launched a, news, a new site to help video makers license their footage. To combat public urinators, San Francisco's Department of Public Works has painted the walls to bounce back at the offender. And UK consumers can now trade in old mobile, mobile phones for an instant reward on the high street in an initiative led by the government-funded charity RAP. Stick around. The full details are coming up later in the show. This is Category 5 Technology TV. Starring Sasha Dermatis. Hillary Rumble. Krista Wells. Eric Kidd. And your host, Robbie Ferguson. Welcome to the show. It's Category 5 Technology TV, episode number 411. I'm Robbie Ferguson, and uh, I think it's so cool that we're able to broadcast from the heart of the forest tonight. Somebody put up an LTE tower somewhere nearby, and uh, I think that's the greatest thing. Technology has really opened us up to being able to do some cool stuff. Uh, I want to first and foremost give a shout-out and thanks to Jerry Kowalski, our friends over at Silver Beach. Uh, the new standard in luxury lakeside living for making this episode possible. Of course, if you are looking for a home in beautiful Halliburton County, please visit silverbeachlife.com today. 
thanks also tonight to our Patreon.com supporters. Uh, if you are a supporter on Patreon, you know who you are. Thank you so much for making all this possible. And uh, if you are not yet familiar with Patreon or if you're not supporting us through that platform, hey, check out Patreon.com slash Category 5. It's a really cool way to support the show, and we appreciate each and every one of you. This week's show is brought to you in part by New Egg Canada. Shell-shocking daily deals on gadgets, gizmos, electronics, computer peripherals, and more. Check out cat5.tv slash newegg today. Also, the logo company. You need a logo. Now you can get a professionally designed logo for just $149. The logo company, cat5.tv slash logo. And design a shirt. Create the best custom t-shirts online with free shipping, a fast turnaround, and no minimum orders. Cat5.tv slash shirt. And audio blocks. You need royalty-free commercial use music for your presentation, webcast, event, video, or whatever? Audioblocks has the best selection, and we've got an incredible deal for our viewers. Use our link cat5.tv slash audioblocks for 90% off your Audioblocks subscription. That's just $99 per year for unlimited music. cat5.tv slash audioblocks. Okay, so off the top of the show, we're going to take a look at uh, some of the devices that I use to charge my phone my iPod Touch, and uh, other USB devices. Uh, first and foremost, I've got this little guy here, which gives you a lot of bang for the buck. You can pick these up pretty much anywhere. This one came from Walmart. It is 11,200 milliamp hours, which is incredible to me. Uh, that's a lot of charges on one charge. So you basically plug this bad boy in, back at the cottage or wherever you've got electricity and it will charge up overnight and then you've got a battery that with 11,200 milliamp hours to simply plug your phone in uh, through a USB jack. There is a 1 amp and a 2 amp output on this device. Um, every single one is different. This one's pretty cool. It's got a battery indicator and all that. Uh, but the catch with this when you're in cottage country is that you do have to have power in order to charge this. So it's basically taking the power with you. It can't be charged any other way. So you can't crank it. You can't plug it into the sun. And so while wonderful, and I love having this in my kit, it's not practical when you're out in the forest if you're hiking or doing some extreme sports and you don't have access to power. Um, although with 11,200 milliamps on this particular model, uh, it doesn't weigh much. It's nice and lightweight. I can carry that in my bag with a full charge. It gives me a chance to make that emergency call if someone gets hurt or if something happens and my phone is for some reason dead. These batteries don't last a whole long time. Well, this is the, the perfect device to have in your kit. So that aside... When I'm here, uh, I really like to be able to use uh, resources that are always available to me. So something that I can, for example, put on the dash of my car and it would automatically charge itself and then be able to charge all my devices. So the first device that I want to show you tonight is called the Free Play Buddy. That's this little guy here. And uh, I'm not sure if you can see that at home or not, but the charge light is on right now. That doesn't mean that uh, it's fully charged or anything like that. In fact, it means that it is charging this device right now, because I'm sitting outside and it has a small uh, solar panel in the top, is in fact charging itself. So what does it do? Well, we've got a flashlight, which uh, of course you, you absolutely need. That has three uh, LED bulbs, so you get a lot of battery life out of that. It's got an AM, FM radio. <laughs> Good old cottage country radio, right? Um, so it's got the AM, FM radio. That's handy uh, with the extendable antenna. But uh, it also has the NOAA uh, weather uh, stations as well. So you can tune in if there's a weather alert. We had a pretty big storm the other night. And uh, being able to use the weather alert system was pretty handy to be able to know what's going on and what we need to look out for. So that's all fine and good. This is a pretty portable device. Uh, but what do you do if, uh, if your phone is dead? Again, we want to have something that if I need to make that emergency call, I can plug my phone in. Well, it's pretty cool. We've got a couple of jacks on the end here. First of all, let's talk about this. We've got a USB input jack. So we can, in fact, plug this in before we hit the road, charge it to full charge using USB when we have access to power. But unlike this, uh, this battery device, I also have the, the solar panel. But then 
if I still say it's a cloudy day, I don't have enough sun, and I still don't have enough power uh, in the device to play the radio or whatever I need to do, charge my phone, it also has the traditional free play hand crank. So I can turn this, and within about 30 to 60 seconds, I'm going to have a nice enough charge to be able to make an emergency call. That's pretty awesome. So we've got uh, basically the best bang for the buck with this device here. Everything's kind of built in. So back to these ports here. <laughs> we've got a headphone jack. I've got bugs crawling on me. That's, that's how real this wilderness experience is. Uh, we've got the headphone jack, so if you want a, a private listening in the tent or whatever, that's cool. But we've also got a uh, power output which is going to give us the ability to charge our phone. So here in the box, we've got a couple of adapters and things like that. And uh, so what I use, we've got the cable here. Doo -doo -doo -doo, there it is. We've got this cable that plugs into the side of this. And then it has adapters. So all these little adapters can be interchanged. And it has uh, several that come in the box. This is the one that I use for my Android phone. And I plug that in. And then the phone goes into that. And we're good to go. So now I can charge my phone from the battery of this device, which has been charged by solar power, USB, or the hand crank. So in fact, if this battery is completely dead, I can hand crank it for a couple of minutes. And it's not hard to do. And uh, then I can charge my phone. So that's pretty cool, and I want to give one of these away. So all you have to do is email me, contest at category5.tv. It's the Free Play Buddy. It's a really great universal little solar-powered device and human-powered device. Uh, really a practical thing to have in your kit, for sure. I got things blowing away, too. <laughs> so email contest at category5.tv if you're interested in winning that. And all you have to do is when you email me in the body of the email, tell me your registered username on category5.tv, our website. That's going to qualify you for this device. All right, and then we're going to conduct the draw for you in two weeks' time. I want to make sure that those of you who are not watching live, who are uh, perhaps watching this on YouTube or on demand on your Roku devices, you've got a chance to win that as well. So in two weeks' time, I'm going to give that away. Make sure you email contest at category5.tv with your registered username at category5.tv. If you're not already registered on our website, it's absolutely free. I'd encourage you to do that. And, of course, by being registered, you're able to qualify for that draw, for example. Uh, just go over to category5.tv. You'll see the button up at the top, and you can uh, log in or register. Register your account, and then when you send in your ballot, make sure you include your registered name. And uh, we'll conduct that draw in a couple of weeks. Okay, stepping things up. You've got your phone. Your phone is dead. You're in the middle of the woods. What do you do? A uh, gas-powered generator is completely impractical. Just try to plug your charger into that and make a call and draw the motor, and it's just way too loud. It just doesn't make any sense, and the person on the other end is not going to be able to hear you. Good luck with that, right? Uh, so what we have here is the new FreePlay uh, Energy Hub. And what this is, it is an 11-volt an solar panel. It's a 4-watt panel that then charges this device. And with that, We've got a couple of neat things here. This particular device, the Energy Hub, includes two LED lights. So if you want to hang those from, say, the tent, uh, it's a really perfect device for that. Um, one of these I've got plugged in. You can see this has just been charging from the sun that uh, is overhead, and I'm in the middle of the forest, so it's, it's kind of dappled. Uh, but it is actually charging. The charge light is going. The, the charge indicator shows me that while I've only got 25% battery life, it is, in fact, charging. So if I were to leave that um, out, in the sun for uh, a, an afternoon, a day, uh, it's going to get a full charge. So I like to put the panel on the, the front dash of my car, and then I put the, uh, the free play energy hub in the back, and the cable uh, runs uh, across the seats, and then it charges the whole thing. Uh, but because the cable is quite long, you can place the panel outside, and you can safely have the battery inside and, and uh, sheltered from the elements, and you're, you're perfectly fine that way. So with an 11-volt um, uh, solar panel that comes with this, it's able to charge this up pretty good. And you can see with this light, now I'm going to turn that on, it's got two settings. There's one, there's two, so you've got fairly bright, and as I said, uh, it comes with two of those uh, lights. Alright, so there are two jacks for those lights on the side here, and then there is the uh, USB 
uh, jack as well. So you can plug in your USB charger for your phone. Uh, you can charge in. Uh, you can charge any USB device, and uh, that will take it right from the battery, which is powered by the solar panel. Unfortunately, there's no other way to charge this uh, out of the box. If you do choose to, you know, you want to charge it up before you head out, you can do one of two things. Of course, you can put the panel outside before you hit the road, pack it fully charged, and you're good. Uh, or Alternatively, if you'd like, you can buy a 9-volt power adapter, just a standard 9-volt, uh, and plug it in where the uh, solar panel plugs in, and that will actually charge it up nice and fast for you because, of course, uh, solar power is a little bit of a trickle uh, thing. It does take some time to charge up that battery to full. So by doing that, by purchasing that additional adapter, you'll be able to charge this thing up overnight, and then when you leave, it's got a full charge and you're good to go. Uh, but it does hold on to a charge fairly well, and these LED lights are very powerful, and yet, because they are such low consumption, they're going to last uh, probably about a day uh, on a single charge. So if you don't want to carry a bunch of cables with you, um, like the Free Play Buddy, which comes with those adapters, and you can just select the one that you use and, and take it with you, the Free Play Buddy comes with what I think is probably one of the most ingenious charging cables ever. This is incredible. This thing has, okay, it's USB on this end, and on the other end, it has the adapter for absolutely any phone that I've ever seen. There's my uh, Android device. And it's even got stuff like my old Samsung phone, which is crazy that it's got all that. Uh, and I'm talking my old flip phone. It's got everything, absolutely everything. Uh, but then again, because maybe you've got a phone that isn't supported by this cable, well, it does have, it's just a standard USB, so you could take your regular charge cable with you, and you're, you're absolutely fine to do that. So you can find out more about all of these devices. All you have to do is go to this little hot link that we've got set up for you. It's cat5.tv slash power. This is Category 5 Technology TV. I'm your host, Robbie Ferguson. And tonight is our cottage special. How cool is this? My studio is a forest. Cool stuff. All right, I'm going to take a look at what we're calling, well, some people are calling the GoPro killer. Why are they doing that? Well... It looks kind of like a GoPro, but it also is uh, really cheap. I'm talking, if you're in the U.S., this is sub $100. Here in Canada, it costs about 120 bucks. What's different about it, though? Well, it's a full 1080p camera uh, action cam. It's 1920 by 1080. It's H.264 encoding. You notice the box? Is it over-packaging? I don't think so. This device is pretty awesome because it comes with a lot of accessories, which I'm going to get into for you. It's called the SJ Cam SJ4000. Before I get into the uh, the specs of it, and you know, we're talking about it being called the GoPro Killer on YouTube. Well, I want to take a little bit of a different approach. A lot of people are comparing, you know, apples to apples, or even apples to oranges in this case. I think the GoPro is kind of. You know, I think of that as the professional. Uh, you know, you're, you're really die hard into action cam uh, shooting. Uh, then there are those of us that just want to have an action cam. You want it to be good enough quality, but you don't want to break the bank. A GoPro is going to cost you about three times as much as this uh, for the same specs. So, uh, and then this comes with the accessories, which GoPro does not. Uh, you've got to buy those separately uh, in most cases. Um, so is it the GoPro killer? I, I'm not going to call it that. I'm going to instead call it uh, an alternative for those of us who don't want to spend a whole lot of money and just want an action cam. Okay, so first of all, you'll see that it uh, it comes in a waterproof case. It's uh, waterproof, water resistant, I should say, down to 30 meters. And uh, it is, uh, it's been tried and true and it uh, works great underwater. I'll show you some clips in just a couple of minutes time. Let's take a look at some of the accessories that are here got a carrying bag with uh, just a bunch of stuff. So you get a lot of these kinds of clips and here's a bike mount so you can mount it on your bike. I use this sometimes to mount it on a tripod stand so that I can shoot with multiple cameras. You can put it on a tree branch for example and you'll notice that the connectors are all exactly the same as a GoPro. So it's actually compatible with GoPro uh, accessories which is a real bonus because there are some things that are not included that I really wanted to get. So 
it comes with a, a fair amount of stuff. I'm not going to get into, you know, showing you everything that's here. You can find that on YouTube, no problem. It does have, like, a tripod mount uh, stand that allows you to put it on a, a tripod. That's pretty cool. It's got a charger. It's got... Um, it actually has the power unit for the uh, for the charger, which I think I may have left inside, which is cool. But it does include... Oh, it may be in here, too. It does include one battery, and that's a 900 milliamp hour battery, uh, which is going to give you about 70 minutes, 70 minutes of uh, record time. So it's all cool. It comes with a few uh, different clips and things that are going to get you started. And I'll, I'll say just that it really does get you started with action cam use. You've got a couple of these random straps, and you're really left to just well, what is all this stuff? You've just kind of kind of makeshift and make it up. So with this strap, for example, there are two straps. You can clip one to the other. Now you've got one big long strap. And then we can say, okay, how big is my head? Pretty huge. I can put that through there. Put it on my head. Tighten it up. There we go. So now I've got this strap on my head. Absolutely not a dynamic strap system or anything like that, but uh, it certainly gets the job done. Then we've got things like this with the clip, and we've got a clip here that would perfectly clip onto here. So let's take the camera out. It looks awesome, by the way. People will look at you funny, but you will have awesome videos of your kids playing things. So this, the uh, SJ Cam just slides right in there just like that. Then you've got the clip, which we can squeeze onto there. There we go. And now, there we go. I've got a head-mounted camera. So it's makeshift, but I've got it. It's like that. But you may think, okay, well, I really want a, a more a better rig than that. And there are a couple things that weren't in the box that I thought, okay, I'd really like to have. We've got the underwater capability, but uh, my nephew took it in the water. And, you know, the one thing that made me nervous is, and not really nervous, he was being careful with it, but what if he were to go out on the dock and drop it? It's going to sink to the bottom, right? So one of the things that I thought is it would be really nice to have a float, uh, float for it, make it uh, float to the top if it hits the water. That'd be cool. And a better head mount system as well so that it's not just a strap on my head that would be cool so there because it's a compatible with gopro accessories you can go and pick up something like this kit from Keydox. all of these products are available in our shop so uh, make sure you check it out i'm going to give you the link at the end of this review this bag just comes with a whole bunch of stuff including this is what i liked about it it has a really good quality um, gopro head mount there you go and it's nice and comfortable. It's very stretchy material. And then I can take my waterproof camera accessory here, and we can put that on there. So let's do that. Pretty simple. And I'm going to give you a demonstration of what the actual video quality looks like. So let's put this in. One of the things on uh, some of the Amazon reviews are a little bit misleading. And uh, one of the reviews that I saw said that the uh, the nut here was not straight for when they purchased this device and so they couldn't get the little thing here and right now it's not straight so i can't screw this in well i wish sometimes that i could reply to amazon reviews but i want to set the record straight that the way that gopro accessories work is that all of these things can be adjusted so the nuts actually in a lot of cases with with these devices the nut can be removed it's not attached it's just a nut and then you can straighten it and push it back in so in this case um, it should work just fine but uh, for those of you who have ever had any trouble with that so you simply put in your uh, see if I find another came with a bunch of these guys so if one doesn't fit then or doesn't work then there we go so you just screw that on in just a moment's time, you're going to get to see my studio from my perspective here in the Halliburton Forest. Okay, put our camera in there. And I'm going to show you too, this is the SJ Cam SJ4000 Wi-Fi. And so we're going to be able to do something that uh, is a little cool for... Uh, those of us who are going to be mounting this in a strange place, like up in a tree, <laughs> or whatever it is that you want to do with it. 
see if I can get that in. Being live out here in the forest is interesting, especially when I don't have a Phillips screwdriver with me. There we go. That one will do. The Wi-Fi edition, in fact, will connect to your Android or iOS device. And it's not necessary with the SJCAM 4000 Wi-Fi because it does have a built-in screen. So that's another bonus that you get with this that a comparably priced, or one of the cheaper GoPros will not have, even though they're more expensive. They're about three times the price. So let's see what happens if I put this on my head. Okay, and I've got an iPod Touch here, which I'm just going to boot up, and it has the SJ Cam app installed on it. And we should be able to actually pull up what I'm seeing on this device here once it boots up. And in the meantime, I'm recording so you can see uh, what I see here. There we go. Come on. Apple. <laughs> well, this is Category 5 Technology TV, and my studio tonight is in the middle of the Halliburton Forest, so I'm booting up an iPod Touch because I want to connect it to this SJ Cam SJ4000. To tell you a little bit more about this camera that you've got to watch out for, one of the mistakes that they made, uh, if you will, when they developed this camera is that they didn't have a trademark. And the problem when, they, when you launch something that's incredible that doesn't have a trademark is that you get a lot of knockoffs. So some might say, well, that, that's a knockoff itself. Well, it's not really. It's, I consider this as a, a separate device than, the, uh, than say, the, uh, the GoPro. But uh, there are a lot of knockoffs out there that say that they're an SJ Cam, SJ4000, and they're not. They're something completely different. They're cheap, and they're not good. So make sure you follow the links through our website, cat5.tv slash actioncam, and then you'll be able to uh, make sure that you get the right one. So you see, on here, I'm going to actually move up here so you can see what I see. You're seeing, a little out of focus, but you're seeing what I see. So I'm looking at that. I can look around. There we go. And you're seeing in real time what I'm seeing, which is really cool when you've got it on a head mount because I can actually control my camera from here. So let's take a little stroll down to the water. This is what, uh, what I'm looking at here. With my, uh, with my iPod Touch, I can see it just like this. And we're recording in 1080p HD video. So welcome to the back of the cottage here. So if you like the quality that you see on the SJ Cam SJ4000 Wi-Fi edition, well, then you don't necessarily have to go out and spend the, the extra few hundred dollars to get something that carries the GoPro brand. And as you can see, this, this carries, uh, it captures a, a nice wide shot. It's beautiful. I'm just looking at this. I'm actually looking at it on my iPod Touch right now. Um, in real time and recording it using the controls on my iPod Touch. So this is what I see. The specifications of the camera, of course, are, are quite good. Uh, it is 30 frames per second in 1080p, uh, and you can downscale it. You can, you can set it to 720p, for example. And it also takes some great pictures. Uh, we're going to take a quick look at some of the pictures that I've taken. Let's jump back up to my studio here. Uh, we're going to take a quick look at some of the pictures that I've taken throughout my co uh, cottage visit here and uh, also some of the underwater videos. Whoa! Here we go. Can't look at iPods and walk at the same time. Here we are. There. So let's take a quick boo at some of the uh, underwater video that I've taken uh, at the beach as well as uh, some pictures. So here's a clip that, uh, that just shows the quality of the underwater uh, ability of the camera. Nice to be able just to use it. It's universal, right? So you can take it pretty much uh, anywhere. And uh, it also takes some really great pictures. Here are some pictures from uh, when we were out on the paddle boat the other day. And you can see nice wide shots. They look really good for the form factor. And especially for the price. 
And here is uh, a little bit of video clips as well. <laughs> and there you have it. So that's the SJ Cam SJ4000 Wi-Fi edition. Again, there are some knockoffs on uh, on Amazon on the web. Uh, you want to be very very careful that you get the right one. Uh, we've got the official one on our website, cat5.tv/actioncam. Please check it out, and uh, I think you'll be quite pleased with uh, with the camera itself. Uh, we've certainly enjoyed having it. All right. So I'm going to take a quick break, uh, kind of gather my bearings, and uh, we're going to be taking a look at binaural 3D audio right after the news, as well as uh, at the end of the show, we're going to take a look at uh, this great little toy called Teeny Drones. Stick around. Uh, we're going to jump over to the to the newsroom. Sasha, how are you doing over there? Hi, Ravi. Here are the stories we're covering this week. Apparently, plugging your phone in to charge on a train is a bad idea. It has led to one man's arrest for obstructing electricity. GoPro has launched a video sharing site to help their users sell footage shot on the action camera. Apparently, public urination is a real problem in San Francisco, and the Department of Public Works wants their revenge. And customers in the UK are now able to trade in their old devices for a gift card in a government-led initiative to increase recycling of e-waste. These stories are coming right up. Don't go anywhere. You've got mad skills. Now hone them. Learn new skills or improve your existing ones with online video tutorials and training from lynda.com through our special link at cat5.tv lynda. Learn software, technology, creative, and business skills you can use today to help you achieve your professional goals. Join today and start learning. We'll give you this chance to try it absolutely free with unlimited access to all of the courses. Sign up now for free, cat5.tv slash linda. I'm Sasha Dermatis, and here are the top stories from the Category 5.tv newsroom. A 45-year-old man from Camden has been arrested for charging his iPhone on a London overground train. The incident, which took place last month, resulted in Robin Lee being arrested and then promptly de-arrested for the offense, which officers described as abstracting electricity. He was then further arrested for unacceptable behavior after he reportedly became aggressive towards a police community support officer. Sockets on London overground trains are marked clearly for use by cleaners only. Lee posted an image of his custody record on Twitter with the reason for arrest stating abstracting electricity phone charger on a phone. Unacceptable behavior. Well, since Robbie's not here, let me just tell you. Well, I mean, he's having a blast probably not charging his phone. But I will say that that is ridiculous, and I'm sure that our UK guys will uh, concur that you should be able to definitely charge your phone, 100%. Anyway, GoPro has launched a new site to help video makers license their footage. The firm suggests advertisers and news providers will be among those keen to pay for the rights to use clips and still captures by the action cameras. The U.S. company said that videos would start at $1,000 for six months' use and that it planned to take a cut but not disclose how much. One expert said it was further evidence of the blurring of lines between amateur and professional content. Some of the clips that are being produced on GoPro devices are almost professional broadcast quality, added Ian Maud from the research firm Ender's Analysis. This new licensing portal creates a platform for creative GoPro users to market their videos and may also encourage a new generation to pick up the firm's camcorder and get filming. For now, GoPro is limiting access to its service to pre-approved users for both purchase and sale of footage. New applicants must join a waiting list, although the firm intended to relax its re restrictions soon. Forget the paywall. San, Francisco, San Franciscans have got a lot more to worry about when it comes to technology infiltrating their daily lives. To combat public urinators, San Francisco's Department of Public Works has announced that it has coated nine different walls around the city with hydrophobic paint so those who pee on said wall will get a taste of their own golden shower. The ultra-ever-dry paint has been implemented in a few different use cases before, but not on something of this scale. Public Works Chief Mohamed Nuru said the team 
that did the testing were excited because the liquid bounces back more than we thought it would. I'm not a dude, but I assume the easy way to work around this is just pee a few steps away from the wall or go in at an angle. After all, those who pee in public probably have minimal regard for whoever might be watching. Hoy. <laughs> UK consumers can now trade in old mobile phones for an instant reward on the high street in an initiative led by government-funded charity RAP. The eco-friendly organization has set up a scheme with catalog retailer Argos for customers to swap old phones and tablets for store gift vouchers. The scheme will be extended to other items such as laptops if it goes well. IT industry analyst Chris Green says, the challenge is getting more people to recycle more. We know people have a large amount of redundant technology sitting in drawers and cupboards, and it is better to recycle than for it to go to a landfill. Argos will transfer exchanged items to a specialist service provi provider to wipe the data and prepare them for reuse. Customers will be given an instant quote over the counter, and if they decide to part with their gadget, they will receive gift vouchers to spend in Argos with the amount depending on the product model and the condition of the item. The cost of data wiping is included when calculating how much the consumer will receive in exchange for their products. Now I wonder if somebody will take on the initiative and ask people just to send them all their old phones and they'll go into Argos with like 27 different phones to be wiped and then they could get a big gift voucher. Yeah, recycling is great. <laughs> a big thanks this week to Roy W. Nash and our community of viewers for submitting stories to us. If you found a news story you'd like to send, email it to newsroom at category5.tv. For all your tech news with a slight Linux bias, visit the category5.tv newsroom at newsroom.category5.tv. For the category5.tv newsroom, I'm Sasha Dermatis. This is Category 5 Technology TV. I'm your host, Robbie Ferguson. Welcome to this very special cottage special as I broadcast from the Halliburton Forest. One thing with the, uh, with the SJ4000 that I did not show you, more stuff in this bag. I mean, it comes with a lot of stuff, but it does have that floaty that I was hoping for so that if it gets dropped in the water, we're good to go. It's got the chest strap and, oh, I should mention this as well a suction cup mount so that you can mount it on your dash and it becomes a dash cam, perfect for that. Um, and especially because the SJ Cam SJ4000 has such a wide angle lens, uh, so you're able to capture quite a bit. Okay, so get your headphones ready because we're gonna take a look at binaural 3D audio. Uh, one of the things that I like to do when I'm in nature is figure out really cool ways to use tech in nature. And one of those is through Nature Sounds of Ontario, Canada, one of my shows. If you're interested in nature, nature sounds um, and you want to hear what, uh, what I hear uh, when I go to all these wilderness places and, and capture this for you, uh, head on over to nature.category5.tv. I've got all kinds of audio rigs. I've got a dummy head that records binaural audio, and you're going to see more about how I built that on the show show. Um, so we've already produced a, a feature for that. And uh, the easiest way to get into binaural audio is simply to understand how it works and then find a practical device that's going to record it for you. So let's back up a little bit. What is binaural audio? I've heard of stereo sound. I've heard of mono sound. What's this new binaural thing? Well, it's actually quite old. Uh, been around a long time, but uh, just recently has been making a big comeback as people realize, hey, this is a cool way to record audio. Basically, the human ear uh, ears are pretty amazing uh, in that we've got two of them, and yet we can hear more than just what's on our right side and what's on our left side. We hear in front, we hear above, below, behind, all around this full orbal 360 degree audio and so if we're able to capture what the human ear hears then it should be you know fathomable that if we put on a pair of headphones we can then replicate that by inverting it so inverting the process so binaural uh, ear earphones or uh, microphones simulate uh, what your human ear hears. So basically microphones that are positioned exactly precisely to where your ears are and then record stereo sound. So by doing that, then when we listen to headphones, we can actually hear what that ear would have heard. So we've got 
these great earbuds from Roland. They're called the CS10EMs, and they sell for under 100 bucks in our shop, Category 5. Uh, I'll give you the link. It's cat5.tv slash 3dmic. Uh, but what they do is basically because they're earbuds, they go in your ear and are able to record what I'm hearing right where my ear is. It's an interesting thing because then, again, when I play it back in headphones, I'm going to hear not just left and right, as is the stereo XY signal, but I'm going to hear all around me. So I'm going to just put these things on and let you hear. So get your headphones on, and uh, if you're listening to this uh, online, uh, make sure you click on for the uh, the HD video because that's going to give you the best experience. And I'm going to also do something interesting here. I'm going to fire up my action cam on my head so that theoretically you should be able to see and hear exactly as I am. These earbuds are pretty cool. They're really good quality, 20 to 20,000 hertz recording. Um, they also play back simultaneously so I can hear uh, what's going on in playback or I can be listening to music with them or whatever I want to do. Uh, and they are actually really good quality earbuds, 15 hertz all the way up to 22,000 hertz. Uh, they sound really great. Those specs are here somewhere. I know them off by heart. <laughs> so let's give it a go. But before I do... All right, let's connect our camera before I switch over to these microphones for you. One of the things that I was thinking when I purchased these was, well, how am I going to deal with the fact that I'm outside and I've got wind noise? I thought maybe I could buy some earmuffs or something like that, look even sillier. But the bag actually came with some nice little windscreens for this microphone. So that was kind of an added bonus. So if you purchase these off of our website and it's cat5.tv slash 3D mic, just know that you're going to get those windscreens with it. Here we go. So they are made specifically for the CS10EM. And there we are. Get your headphones on. Do what I do. All right, let's connect to our camera. This is a Wi-Fi connection to the SJ4000. Here we go. I may have picked up our Wi-Fi here. Let's double check. I think I have. Yes, <laughs> I'm connected to the Wi-Fi up at the uh, up at the cottage instead. Let's see. Bear with me here, folks. Interesting that uh, we're able to do this, but bound to have little hiccups. There we go. Okay, Wi-Fi is on on the camera. I'm going to just detect new Wi-Fi signals. Come on, bad boy. Uh, forget about it. I don't want to waste your time. What am I going to do? Yeah, whatever. If that happens, we can just push record here. No problem. Okay. So I am now recording from the SJ4000. Not a big deal. You saw it works. We're just not going to monkey with it. Okay. Get your headphones on, folks. If you don't have headphones, you're going to be able to hear this uh, in stereo, but you're not going to get the full experience. So I'm going to switch to binaural 3D audio now. I'm going to adjust this a little bit. Sorry for the rustling in your ears. And uh, let's go for a little walk.
tripped on that same stair. There you have it. If you were listening on headphones, what an interesting experience that is. It's like first person. So there you have it. Those are the 3D binaural microphone headsets that are available in our shop, cat5.tv slash 3D mic. Check that out. This is Category 5 Technology TV. I'm your host, Robbie Ferguson. We're looking at some interesting tech tonight uh, that we can use here in beautiful cottage country. We're starting to get that, uh, that setting sun in our faces here, in my face. Um, hopefully that's not affecting us too bad. But uh, really cool that we're able to broadcast right here in the forest thanks to our LTE internet connection and uh, thanks to the help of companies such as Silver Beach. Uh, make sure you check them out, silverbeachlife.com. We all have a desire to fly, but it's not always practical. Either we just don't have the ability, you know, sans wings and such. But um, if you want to get into drone technology, it can be very, very expensive. Uh, Even the starter drones can be upwards of several hundred dollars and and then some. But then along comes the nano drone. These are the little tiny drones that uh, you've been seeing pop up here and there. But they can be really tough to fly. And the problem with them is when you crash they die. (laughs) And then you've basically wasted the money and and what do you do? Because the first time you're going to fly, you're going to crash. I guarantee you um, that's just how it works. You know that's the case and maybe that's holding you back from buying uh, a drone in the first place. So along come Teeny Drones and Teeny Drones are available for about $40. And I'm going to tell you a little bit about the specs of these. Um, They are basically built so that they can be crashed and they're not going to burn. That's pretty great because, as I say, uh, I've been known to to crash them quite a few times. But uh, let's take a look at some of the specs here. First of all, you know that we're outside right now, so they've got to be able to fly outdoors. That's important, Uh, and some of these little guys aren't able to fly outdoors. You can also fly them inside. I've been having a lot of fun just flying around in the cottage as well. They have 360-degree flips and turn capability, which I'm going to try to demonstrate for you. Uh, Also, a six-axis system, and they calibrate instantly. Uh, I love that about this. My old drone is really, really tough to calibrate, and so it veers off to one side, and you've got to calibrate it before you hit a wall and stuff. These ones do it all automatically. Uh, It's got the durable body, so if you do crash it, you're not going to have a whole lot of trouble uh, putting it back together. Uh, And, of course, you can buy cheap parts to replace if you do end up breaking little bits of it. Uh, That's cool, too. They fly high, man. The trees here are old trees, and they are tall trees. And uh, my daughter, Natalia, got out there, and she accidentally went like this. And that thing went bolt up into the sky, right up into the treetops, and came crashing down again. And then we picked it up, and we were able to fly again. So uh, they do fly up to about 80 feet in the air, and uh, you, can, you can just enjoy flying them around uh the rechargeable battery is built in and so you just have to plug it in to recharge it that's brilliant um but one of the things with drones is that you fly for a very short amount of time and then it takes several hours to recharge beautiful thing about teeny drones is they take 15 minutes to charge you get about 10 to 15 minutes worth of life out of the battery so you're able to fly around Uh, if you really want non-stop action you can buy two of them it takes about the same amount of time to charge one as it does to run down a battery when you're flying so that's brilliant. Uh, it comes with extra blades as well. I can show you what's in the box. But before I do that, I just want to show you how easy it is to cal- calibrate. I've got one here that's sitting and flashing away, and I've just fired up its remote, and now I'm calibrated. I'm done. That's it. So let's give this a go. And it's just like that. And it's, it's just so easy to fly. I mean, compared to anything else that I've ever touched. They fly brilliantly well. Did you guys see that? And if I do crash it, like I say, it's not a big deal. I can just pick it up and keep flying. 
and I do crash it. So these are the teeny drones. They're available at cat5.tv slash teeny drones. And they're just a blast to fly. And if you want to get into drone flight, well, you don't want to have to spend a whole lot of money. This is your chance to, uh, <laughs> to do that and have some fun flying around. And again, you're not afraid to crash the thing, so why does it matter? <laughs> I'm not a pro, as you can see, but I told you I'm going to try to fly this thing for you. Here we go. Calibrate and up. Yeah! Oh, almost caught it. And you notice, even though I fell from about 15 feet, blow it, dust it off, and we're good to go. As I was saying, it does come with some extra parts in the box, so if you break a blade or something like that, you're pretty good to go. Um, it's just a nice little kit. The box is brilliant. Nice design. And there you go. So we've got a USB charge cable. And as you can see, there are some blades in there and a couple of extra parts. Uh, but we've also got the USB charge cable, which you just plug into the USB of your computer or any of your USB charger devices that you have kicking around. I use the one for my phone, and it works brilliantly well. Um, so that's all there is to the Teeny Drone. Beautiful little device. These are really new uh, out of Canada, and uh, I'd encourage you to check them out, all right? So it's cat5.tv slash teenydrones. And they are just a blast. <laughs> this has been Category 5 Technology TV, episode number 411. Hope you've had fun with me tonight. I wasn't sure how it was going to go and if the technology was going to hold up for us, but it seems that it has. So thank you so much for being here. I hope you've enjoyed some of these product reviews. Uh, and uh, check out all of this stuff through the web links that I've provided for you. Uh, we've got cat5.tv slash power for the solar-powered devices. We've got cat5.tv slash action cam for the SJ Cam SJ4000 Wi-Fi. We've got cat5.tv slash 3D mic for the binaural microphones and earbuds from Roland. And then we've got cat5.tv slash teeny drones for you to be able to take flight. Thanks so much for being here. We'll be back in Studio D next week. Hope you have a fantastic week. See ya.